The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Everybody and welcome to another edition of the panel discussion. I am one of your hosts, Greg Knowlton, and today it is not a trio. We are a dynamic duo. I am joined, as always, by a slightly hungover Micah. And man, oh man, I tell you what, yesterday was Easter, and I was pounding all of Jesus's blood, man. Like he, he admit it. Now you're a you're a holy boy. <laughs> But you got Jesus was hammered all the time. To have, yeah. to have much alcohol in his bloodstream. Come on. How was your uh, How was your Easter? Oh, it was good. We did we do it Polish style. Just some kielbasa, some pierogies. What? We're, wasn't able that's to do too did. much. I. Hmm? That's what we did. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the way it is. Like she's always done ham. I'm like, no, it's the. I don't know. My my father was Polish, so that's what it is. I just wanted to make potato pancakes, but I didn't get around to it. But I'm all about it. Next year, instead of ham, I want to do clams. Ew. Raw clams. I'm all Jesus, about that. It just, Jesus would have wanted it that way. I'm all about it. Out there in I the desert, clams. you know that man wanted some clams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so Matt Johnson isn't here. What's uh, what's, what's the deal with that, huh? It's just me and you. We're holding it down. He's stuck in the phantom zone, and that's where he's yes, staying. He is. <laughs> phantom zone, Matt. Ogreish motherfucker. <laughs> oh man, it. so what do you got? What do you got going on in the the news world today, huh? I don't have much. It, it's been just so quiet, but I will say with releases and everything, and I don't know if this is going to be paused or not. But one of my favorite things to come out in the last few years was the um, the Dark Knights Metal series. I don't know if you knew too much about it, um, but it was it was amazing. So the whole premise is that there's a dark multiverse. It's a Scott Snyder book. Scott okay. Snyder, Greg Capullo. Uh, there's a dark multiverse, and they basically discover in the dark multiverse there's these evil versions of Batman and each version of Batman has the abilities of one of the justice league members. So one of the Batman's um, killed the flash with, he basically turned the Batmobile into a cosmic treadmill and ran the flash with it and became the red death um, Batman. There's another one who after watching his parents died, actually got the green lantern ring nice. and ended up killing um Joe Chill and becoming this Green Lantern that could kill. Uh, and so there's, and they do this with a couple of the characters. And the main one is one who um, he kills the Joker, and the Joker actually, in his heart, has a poison that when his heart stops, it releases and starts to turn people into the Joker. Nice little And it's the Batman who laughs. And so it's Batman and the Joker put together. And he's, he's amazing. Really? That's really cool. When, when, uh, when did this become a thing? This was like 2017, 2018. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool storyline. And there's a couple different Batmans. There's a cyborg Batman. 
Um, there is a, uh, a Wonder Woman and Doomsday Batman as well. So it tells a really cool story. And it was one of my favorite things to come out and introduce this weird dark multiverse that had brought us a bunch of new stories and new comic books uh, over the last few years. Well, they're back again doing heavy metal. Uh, and this one is sh- doing... When you say heavy metal, do you mean like the the comic book heavy metal? Or it's death metal. It's death, death, metal. death okay. metal. When you're saying heavy metal, I'm thinking of the movie yeah. Heavy Metal and the comic series and everything, which uh, is a great alternative to, to Playboy if you're a weirdo teenage kid, you know, <laughs> still in magazines for media play to jerk off to. Um, not that I did that or anything. Uh, oh, I missed okay, so it. So it's death metal. Death metal. Dark Knight's oh. death metal. It's Snyder and Capullo again, and this is actually the last um, title they're going to do for this this specific series for the Batman run that they've done. Uh, but it's title. It's actually ran by Wonder Woman. She's the main character in it. But just some of the characters they've introduced. Um, I've already seen a Batman that's also a dinosaur. It's a T-Rex wearing a Batman outfit. And it just looks insane. What fucking fan fiction is this? Yeah, I love it so much. We're in a weird time now where the, the craziest shit coming out is stuff that, like, we all thought of as kids. Yeah. Like, waiting for, like, an Optimus Prime Batman. Yeah. To show, like, is there, an, is there a fucking truck Batman? I'm sure there's going to be something in this. This is supposed to introduce a whole bunch of different, like, alternate universe Batmans to fight the evil ones. And, like, the evil ones, they have some of the coolest backstories, like... Um, I know the cyborg one, he actually goes crazy because he makes an AI Alfred. And that's what, like, lends him his powers, this AI Alfred that turns yeah, him crazy. It's getting kind of, like, Jarvis-y. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But it's because Alfred dies, and that's why he uploads him in. Well, so it's, a- there's some really cool storylines. There's a female Bat- Batman that actually takes um, the, tri- the trident and becomes, like, Aquaman. She's the drowned one. So it's a really cool storyline. I love right. it. I'm, I'm going to look out for this. So, so you were saying that this is, uh, you're, you think this issue is going to be pushed back? or? I think so. It was supposed to come out in May, I believe. So I'm, I'm going to imagine they're going to push it back. We don't know what's going on with like the comic book stores still. Um, not to tarp on it too much because we talk about it every week, but I did come across something this week where there's a group of comic book shops. Um, I know a core of them are in L.A., that actually said, we don't want to do the digital thing, but here, yeah, they made it that. a Google Doc and just were like, here's everything we can do to fix our problems. And it's really cool. I was reading through some of the, the issues and it's like, don't release comics on a month to, or only release comics on a month to month basis. If fans seem interested, then go uh, every other week and do yeah. things like that to kind of make it more worth selling these comics. There was a whole dun- bunch of different stuff. They wanted like a comic book line that is specifically 99 cent comics. Um, they talked about doing a Shonen Jump style thing where they get a bunch of major writers and publishers doing like a, a $10 book that has five black and white comics in it every week. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. So they have some cool ideas on how to, like, revitalize local comic book shops. Yeah, that is cool. I I mean, I know in these trying times we need stuff like this, but you know where my stance is on the digital comics. It's it's natural, and AI is eventually going to fucking destroy us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, we just talked about AI Alfred. (laughs) Yeah, man. He's evil as fuck, isn't he? Yeah. He's a Yes. There you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Casey and Ford. That's all uh, I've, I don't really have too much on news. I know you had a couple things. I stumbled across uh, artist Dave Johnson. He uh, paid homage to Superman vs. Amazing Spider-Man, The Battle of the Century, in this incredible black and white piece featuring Batman versus Wolverine. Now, it's, it's really cool, but let me tell you, it is nothing compared to some of the artwork that I saw, the spicy, steamy artwork that I saw of a one Logan, Jean Grey, and uh, uh, Cyclops, chilling, <laughs> drinking Mike's Hard Cherry Lemonades as Logan wipes the sweat from his brow after, oh, actually, you know what, I'm going to stop because I'm getting... I got a semi. It's so much worse when I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're not doing this for the phone now, CC. You can see, see, this. I've been calling in on the show the last few weeks. Now we're just like, oh, hey, why don't we Skype? Does that sound like a great fucking idea? So now we could see each other. And uh, I put a, I have a book over my crotch. Uh, tuck it up my waistband a bit because you know how I feel about that but back on this now it's this isn't newsworthy by any means or anything like that but in these uncertain times when you see something like this it kind of gets you jonesing for another oh Marvel DC crossover event how long has it been 10 years like how long has it been since the last time I'm asking this because I don't fucking know the amalgam verse uh, i think came out like 10 10 or 12 years ago like, i i think i was still living in erie so i'm gonna say like maybe like 12 years ago yeah uh, when that shit came out i mean it was cool um but i it's it's time we're due especially mm-hmm. in, in these weird fucked up times right now where everything sucks I think there should be a collaboration and I would love, absolutely love to see Batman versus Wolverine. And I'm yeah. not talking like, let's have them team up. Uh, let's have them fight a little bit, then team up to fight a common enemy. No, fight to the fucking death. Yeah. All right? Let's fucking do Why this not? shit. No, because it's, that's how it always is. Every time you get these versus battles, like these dream matchups, they always yeah. end up teaming up to fight these fucking robots. No, fuck that. Don't be a coward. Kill each other. Mm-hmm. I, then, I'm all about it. Get them sucked into yeah, Mojoverse or something, or yeah, man, yeah. And you know this shit doesn't count. Like no. so people could people die all the time and they come back. Let's see what happens. You know, you could have uh, it's like Spawn and uh, Spawn and Batman when that shit happened. That was one of my favorites because you had DC. Their issue was Batman one, and then you had uh, the Image where Spawn one, yep. uh, which. They were both awesome, and it was uh, uh, Frank Miller, right? Yeah, it's not, it's gotta be. It sounds like it would. Yeah, Frank, Frank Miller, I think, did uh, yeah, uh, did the artwork, and uh, but it was it was really dark. Um, both of them were dark. DCs and Image uh, yeah. were both dark. I mean, Image obviously had more violence in it, but it was still cool that they had a collaboration like that. I would like to see something like that with this this Batman Wolverine gimmick. And it helps bolster the other comic book companies. Like, I, because not as many people who read strictly DC read Image. It's just the truth. Right. Like, there's yeah. a lot of loyalty and like a lot of nervousness into branching out in comic books, I think. So, if you have this Image book and this DC comic book, I'm going to probably buy both. Honestly, I want to see the ending. Exactly. And it was in the 90s uh, around that time when like uh, grunge was popular. So, I think a lot of the people that actually went out to get to get that issue they supported the image 
because Image was considered like that underground, you know, yeah. they were they were the Nirvana, they were ECW, they weren't, uh, you know, they were MTV compared to VH1. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's 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 kind of what Image is, but I think in this day and age, uh, it, it doesn't really work like that anymore. Um, but it would still be really cool. Like, let's let's fucking let's get this going, man. Yeah, like, who, yeah. But write a letter, all right? You got write it. A, mail it. Well, there's been like Bat in the Sun has existed forever now. Who's done the superpower beatdowns? And they did like a Wolverine versus Batman, um, where the end you could click two videos and there was an alternate ending, one where Batman won, one where uh Wolverine won. They've done um I think Wolverine versus Predator, they've done Joker versus Negan. Yeah. Um, so they've done all all sorts of stuff. I think my favorite that they did was Joker and Harley versus Domino and Deadpool. That was a ton of fun. Um Yeah, man. Uh Scorpion and uh White Ranger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they well done. So they Plus do they, some cool stuff. Uh, they the actor who played the White Ranger, yeah. uh, uh, is D- David Frank. Frank. Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank. Yeah. Uh, which little little side note there. Our uh, see, for the listeners, uh, Greg and I worked for Empire State Wrestling. Uh, and I remember years ago, the promoter teased the idea of bringing in. Uh, Jason, Jason David Frank, yeah. uh, as a, like showing up as a fucking Power Ranger, I'd be um, and that fell through, um, of course, because you know everything that's that's like a great idea and amazing in wrestling just gets fucked in the end. Well, the fact that Kevin Nash didn't come out as Super Shredder still bugs me. I would have preferred that. <laughs> uh, so in uh, yeah, uh, in. <laughs> In this wrestling promotion, I wear face paint, and Kevin Nash was supposed to deliver his signature move, a jackknife powerbomb, but he wouldn't do it because of the makeup. So, you, Super Shredder. <laughs> all right. He said, uh, how am I going to go home and explain this to my wife with this white paint all over my crotch? Uh, anyways, so, Greg, you're aware of uh, uh, Thor how he lost the hammer he was he's been unworthy he was unworthy for a while he lost it back in uh uh let's see back in 2014 he dropped the hammer becoming unworthy that was back in uh original sin mm-hmm. and then you had jane foster natalie portman uh mm-hmm. picked a spoiler alert out there so <laughs> uh jane foster becomes lady thor the goddess of thunder she was pretty badass for a while there. Thor kind of took it was a very cool storyline. I actually dug it. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Love and Thunder. I'm uh, curious if they give her cancer in Love and Thunder or if she's just going to be okay. I think like, they're going to take the cancer out. Uh, I I think something. It like was that such was. a great part of the character, but yeah. it makes sense that you wouldn't put it in a cinematic universe. Like it's a harder story to tell that way. Yeah, it's they could do it. Um, well, it's see, Thor he just got the hammer back late in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. But it's completely different. It's not completely different, but there is a lot of like new abilities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something about how he could fly across space and he could hear he could hear things from the hammer, uh, almost like working as like a spy. Um, well, it was. Jane Foster, she lost the hammer in battle uh, in 2018 
if she had to sacrifice Mjolnir, uh, what, it ended up in the middle of the sun or some shit? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Thor eventually became worthy again. The hammer came back to Earth, and he reforged it uh, because it was... Uh, you know, just coming from the sun, he was able to to manipulate it. He changed it a bit. Uh, but there was something about Loki. Loki actually managed to get his hands on it and was able to hold it. And eventually it got so heavy he had to set it down. Uh, but I'm just, I'm kind of curious as to where they're going to go from this. Uh, now that uh, Jane Foster's out of the picture, Thor has Mjolnir back, it's different. And Loki was able to possess it for a short period of time. Um, so I'm uh, I'm just kind of curious what route they're going to take on this, and I'm looking forward to uh, to future issues of this. I've seen some stuff. It talks about like Thor is basically like he he's like when uh, Superman went into the middle of the sun and came out is like Superman one thousand Superman uh, super in God. super God yeah. But like power wise, that's where he's at now. But a lot of people have said. Like, there's people saying, oh, now that he's got this hammer, like, we think this actually spells the end for Thor. Like, this is going to be the official end of him. They're beefing him up to really take him down. This is a better way of doing it than just having him fall into obscurity, which way they were kind of doing by having him become unworthy. So the character arc now that Thor is back, we got him back. He's super overpowered. The hammer has new powers. But a send-off like this would be perfect. Um, yeah. But also, I'm a firm believer in if you're going to kill a character of this magnitude, don't be a coward and bring him back. Yeah. Keep no, that. The characters have had to stay dead. Like yeah. We talked about with Blue Beetle. Like, he, he came back, but it was in different. It wasn't in as, like, a main continuity way. Like, he still hasn't seen a lot of. Ted hasn't really been in a lot of the main continuity stories. It yeah. thinks he's still around, to be honest. But I, other than Jaime, he's he's kind of been off to the side. It, that Infinite Crisis would have been crazy if it was just like, oh, he's dead and Booster Gold's just spiraling now, becoming whatever he could become based off that death. Those but, two, you know, everyone comes back. I want to see a crossover with uh, uh, Booster and Ted jumping into the uh, the bedroom of Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine. <laughs> I think there I think that is. was a good time. Uh, Jean's got her workout uh, for her, if that's the case. Um, hey, real quick, who'd win in a fight? The Century, Hyperion, or the Gladiator? Century. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Glad we, glad we talked about that. <laughs> we, well, we said Superman God Century like would beat Superman God. It's stupid. He's the most. They were like, oh, Hulk's going crazy. Let's just send the Century to knock him out one punch. Okay. That's it. His but you have to deal with is, he's conflicted. <laughs> yeah, you have to deal with the void. Yep. Um. All right. Well, that didn't really spark up much of a debate as I thought. But <laughs> so, you didn't think I would go century. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, I think that's uh that's really all that we have on uh, what's kind of going on in comic book news. Yeah, I What's agree. this this month, man? We are in Animal April. We are talking animal characters. Uh, last week, we kind of dove into a few different characters. We talked Blue Beetle. We talked it's just um, a bug, but animal could be but an also animal. a human. <laughs> <laughs> and then we yeah. talked 
Detective Chimp. And I actually, I'm a terrible person. What did Matt read? Rocket. Rocket. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Which, oh man, it's been a week and I did not look into it. Is Rocket still alive? Uh, he's taxidermy on Craven's shelf. Wow. That would be awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's, you see, you have a dark side. <laughs> I love Craven. Well, um, <laughs> let's get uh, let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, I I'll hop in. I talked. Uh, I, I read this week. I actually went back and reread the whole series because it's really cool. Um, and it is called Murder Falcon. I've covered episode one on this show in the past, um, and it's nuts. Or sorry, issue one. It's nuts if if you remember. But essentially, Murder Falcon is a falcon who's a man. Uh, he's an like a humanoid falcon with a giant metal arm. Is he like a cryptid or is he a mutant? So they don't really get into that. <laughs> So the whole Falcon, the, the looks wise, he looks like um, he's looks like the eighties. So he's got a giant robotic arm, but it's really big and clunky uh, cargo pants. And then he's, his upper body is a Falcon with the old school Rambo bandana. And then his wrist taped up. All right. That sounds fucking awesome. That's, the way that's, you, that's great. The way you call murder Falcon uh, Murder Falcon has a special power. He is um, actually there to fight this ancient alien that has been invading Earth. And the way Murder Falcon is summoned is he gets his power from the Shred. He's connected to a special guitar that when um, the main character, Jake, plays it, it summons Murder Falcon and gives him abilities. Well, this is right up my alley. So they fight uh, like giant kaiju and stuff like that by playing a guitar. And it's a really cool character. He actually has, um, he can pull a rocket launcher out of his fanny pack. He's Whoa. wielded swords. And then um, if they shred hard enough, he will actually level up basically and get Gatling guns on his shoulders and giant wings. Oh, that's cool. Now, does Murder Falcon, since he's a man and a falcon, which I'm looking at pictures of him right now. Wow, this is badass. Uh, this looks a lot like early 90s style when comic books started to get edgy. Like, if I saw this and I didn't know this was recent, I would think this was around the time when, like, Spawn came out. Yeah. It does, and actually, if you look up the variant comic covers, it's even better, because it's all, like, late 80s, early 90s, eh, even 80s metal groups. It's got, like, uh, an Iron Maiden um I see the Iron Maiden cover, right now, yeah. Metallica var variant cover. I think there's a Motorhead variant cover. Yes. It's super there's, cool. Uh, a Judas Priest painkiller variant cover. Yeah. Which is really yeah, I think awesome. the Iron Maiden is Trooper. I think it's yes. him holding the flag. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, because the initial 
issue is Jake steps out of his van, which is totally like the 80s van. It actually says uh, Dragon Wagon is its, is its license plate. That's and they're cool. like, who are you? What are you going to do? How are you going to save us? He's like, I brought metal. And then just starts shredding the guitar and Murder Falcon shows up. Um, and he's just an awesome character. He's totally like the 80s. Um, they kill one of the monsters and they're like, what do you want? He's like, let's get a beer. And just cracks it open with his metal hand and is just slamming beers back as this falcon. That's awesome. Um, his, he, the first line he really like utters out is, watch out monsters, metal will destroy all evil. Now, but this, <laughs> this sounds like something that would pop up as like, uh, maybe like Charlie and Dennis from it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> are super excited about this side uh, this character murder falcon it just it sounds uh, not uh uh mac mac and charlie rather yeah uh, like the fight milk shit that they were doing on it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> their their logo with the buff jacked up bird this is weird man this is it's weird so stuff. good it gets I like weirder it. but yeah, so he he gets powered up. At one point, he actually does the oh my gosh, um, fist of the North Star like thing, the thing, and it's amazing. Classic, you know the classic fist of the North Star. Yeah, man. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I, I couldn't. Great. It was awesome. Um, but so then, this is where it gets weirder. Murder Falcon is not alone. Um. Well, he oh, actually this is where it gets weird. It gets weirder. So the whole premise is they have to take these aliens down. I believe they're called the Vergol or the Nergol. I'm not going to remember off the top of my head. But to do this, they need to form a band. <laughs> so each member of the band has an instrument that summons another creature. So the bass player can summon a mammoth. The drummer summons this great, like, sea snake. Nice. Uh, and then there's a Swedish metal band that all have all, like, the, all the face paint and everything okay, called I the Whispering Wood. I, I saw a cover of that, and I'm like, maybe this is just a variant thing. But, okay, so they actually have the, the, the corpse yep. paint. Very cool. Yep, he's, a, he's the lead singer of a Swedish metal band, and his is a, um, a giant, like, tree oh. creature. Ah. Uh, then his wife summons a wolf by singing. And then there's other people from other bands that start joining. This one girl can summon a giant tank wall. It's literally a wall with tank cannons on it. And, of course, the Japanese violinist summons a samurai mech. What? <laughs> it's such a weird book. It's only eight issues long. It, it came out in 2018. Um, but... This is the kind of stuff I read Image for. Is it? It's just so quirky, but mm -hmm. like I could see this being adapted into like a an Afro samurai style cartoon, and I would watch it. I'd watch the crap out of this. I I certainly hope so because uh, I would love to see something like that. Even go as far as live action. Why not? Yeah, that would be really the music cool. involved and everything. It could be so cool, and that's like. The thing nowadays is like cool soundtracks that are just old music. Like you could thank Guardians of the Galaxy for that. Yeah, everything uh, does it. Yeah, that's uh, that's the new thing right now. Um, now, of course, everyone knows that I'm a 
very big horror fan, and there was a, a a movie that came out a few years ago called Deathgasm, and it played a lot on old classic metal, new metal, a lot of rock and roll, and throughout the movie, it's just nonstop references. Like, it was made for somebody that's into heavy metal and horror. Now, it sounds like this is made for someone that appreciates heavy metal. Oh, yeah. It's like, this is like Kung Fury, but more metal. <laughs> that's yep. what I, like, and I loved that movie. I, I think Kung Fury is one of the greatest things I've ever watched. And <laughs> this totally gave me Kung Fury vibes. Agreed. Um, it's, it's so good. I could go on and on about it. I really love it. Um, and, and Murder Falcon's just awesome. I really wish... I don't like when stuff like this stays small because I like to collect things that interest me. And I would love like a Murder Falcon figure or something. Or oh. like a, them to make like a, a poster of one of the variant covers and have that. Like that would be the coolest. Like, I would love a Slayer or Metallica-themed poster of Murder Falcon and to have that. But if it stays you know small, I'll never get it. What I would love even more is if one day you said, yo, check this out, and you took your oh, shirt off really slow from standing in front of me, and right uh, above your crotch is just feathers. And as it comes up more up to your chest... It's Murder Falcon and his giant metal arm. And on the back, on your, you get a back piece too. It's the okay. shredding the guitar. Now that would be cool. Yeah. Wouldn't happen, sure. but it'd be really cool. <laughs> the I could just replace my Phoenix with Murder Falcon. Just yeah. turn the wings in the metal wings and just work them in there. Hell yeah. Like that. I, I, I would legit do that if my it's... rib tattoo didn't suck so much. <laughs> yeah, no rib tattoos here. I witnessed my wife get two rib tattoos, and uh, oof, man, it's something I'll never do. Um, yep. Now, is there a reason why there were only eight issues? They they finished the story. I felt like something like this could go on, like uh, even like day to day life of Murder Falcon. You don't have to have uh, fights, fighting aliens, or anything like that. Just goofy shit. Um, For sure. It, it has an actual, a pre-final ending. Uh, imagine, surprisingly, it gets heartfelt, which you don't expect from this kind of book, but it has a really, really good ending. Really? Um, it's a sad ending, but it's great. So, spoiler. Murder spoiler. It's fucking dead. Murder Falcon is... Um, Falcon. That's the spoiler. Oh, all right. <laughs> but it's a it's a really good. Like I said, this would be an, a great book to see stretched out. And it's not like they don't do this. They they stretch these Stump Town, which is like a I think it's it was out for two or three years, just became a TV show. And yeah. it was a, a two or three year old comic book. So they can stretch stuff like this out into a million a million episodes if they want to. It's, it's just what they do. <laughs> well, sometimes it's good to, uh, I guess, just have a story like this, yeah. finish it, and then have people wanting more. And then mm -hmm. eventually, years down the road, something like this comes back. They make a lot of money off of it. Uh, you, know, you can start getting merch. Like, what yeah. you want. 
stuff like that. And it's it's kind of a bummer though because a lot of times once it's done, it's done. I uh, you and I yeah. we talked about uh, Seth Green's uh, short lived uh, freshman series. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a shame it is that that uh, something that good, so well written, uh, just ends after a, a short series. Just eight issues, boom, done. Um, but you know but what happens? And that's kind of Skybound's mo. So Skybound is like a subsidiary of Image, mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff I read is Skybound. I actually like their production as most. So Skybound, uh, the most Skybound does Walking Dead. They do Invincible. They've done that Chew book I read a couple weeks ago. Um, Out of yeah. Darkness. So. So Skybound's awesome, and that's what they do. They just like to tell great stories, and they'll produce a little bit of merch, um, but they they aren't like a cash grab, and that's what I really like about them as a company. There you go. It's, thanks for mentioning Chew again, because I actually want to get into that. Skybound made Saga as well. There's a ton. They do, they do a lot. Like, a lot of the top titles, in my opinion, in Image are pumped out by skybound birthright so yeah so they made they made um this they made murder falcon which is one of my favorite little short runs um and it's really easy to get into it's that's one of the things a lot of people say is like oh i can't get into this book because it's 52 issues and i don't know where to jump in this is eight issues go read it yeah. <laughs> it's, it's there easy. you go boom done you do that in an afternoon yeah. uh your your pick i gotta tell you probably like 10 times cooler than what i picked but at the same time i don't know i guess it depends on who you ask because i got crypto the super dog who is fucking awesome because he's a dog not only is he a dog he's a dog that could kill you with his fucking eye lasers like that's awesome i but uh, so crypto crypto the super dog as we know is superman's best friend and he's the goodest of boys uh he's usually drawn as kind of like a generic white dog with no actual breed but he's often portrayed as a, a retriever um it's yeah well it's cool because like the kryptonians they had pets you know they had little floofs around their uh their their sky buildings whatever the fuck kryptonians lived in uh, could you imagine if it was like instead of crypto, the super dog, you had like bubbles, the, the fucking cuttlefish? Uh, <laughs> that's Aquaman's, but that's yeah, like it's it's why just useless shit. And I'm like, well, what if it's something so useless as like super cat? And then I'm looking in the shit, streaky, yes, it turns out there is super cat, streaky, the super cat, he's the flash's cat. <laughs> Yeah, well, Garfield could fuck him up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Crypto, his first appearance was back in Adventure Comics number 210 in March 1955. I didn't know Crypto was this old. I thought Crypto was like a 1980s thing. Uh, maybe like a million in dog years. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so Jor-El, he was working on a rocket to fly, uh, you know, the then toddler kel al everyone knows the fucking story behind that but before he stuffed superman into baby little superman into that pod and blasted his ass to earth he wanted to test it first so just like nasa with the monkeys 
or Russia with their space dogs, whatever. He did the same shit. He took he took their household pet, crypto. Like this, <laughs> this is your household dog. Like you fucking monster. Uh, <laughs> Marlon Brando, you piece of shit. Picked up the dog and said, oh, I'll take this dog and put him in the pot and test it out before trying on my son. Like, I would never do that to my dog. Um, so he puts this poor, helpless dog into the pod and goes, oh, good luck, Crypto. And what, why would you name your dog Crypto? That'd be like naming your dog Eartho. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or Earthen. Earthy. He, he, so he comes from a long line. He comes from Zipto, Nipto, and Vipto. Yes, that's, that's yeah. Okay. That's a real thing. <laughs> Great yeah. writing there. <laughs> yeah, I, I was part of the, the, the research behind this. I didn't even want to mention that shit. Uh, <laughs> but it, uh, I guess it's good that he did test it out. I just maybe not putting anything in there would have been fine or for, I don't know, a dickhead or something. Just like, hey, get in this pod. Um, so, instead, so the dog gets blasted to space on his way to Earth. And the rocket, a little rocket thing just kind of like goes haywire. And it just floats through space for years. Cal uh, L, he crashes on Earth. He becomes Clark Kent. Uh, and he's a teenager. And then finally, after all these years, Crypto lands on Earth. And reunites with Superman. And there you go. Man's best friend right there. Superman's best friend. Um, now, it's it's kind of wild because Crypto had a lot of different... And just like, you know, Superman, Batman, and all these other characters. They get retconned and they have uh, different... Uh, they're different. It depends on the story, who's doing it, what... Like, uh, in Hush, he was adorable. You know, he was he sniffed out poison ivy. Uh, Batman was looking for poison ivy. He used crypto and his super snout to sniff out poison ivy, and then he uh, crypto fell in love with Catwoman for some reason, much to her dismay. You remember that? Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, but so like there's that, and then you have like the the goofy cartoonish shit, like the TV show that was on Cartoon Network back in 2005, which the best part of that show was Bat Dog. Ace the Bat Hound. Yes, yes, yes. He was awesome. Uh, he... I loved that show because I was pretty young when that came out still. Yeah, you were like, and... what? How? Uh, what year was it? 2005. You would have been like three years old. I'm not that young. I was like 11. No, I was eight. No, I was 11. 11 or eight? Get shit together. I was 11. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you messed me up. My math math is hard. Now one of my isn't it though? Um you know what else is hard? Logan. Right <laughs> now. And Cyclops. Um but one of like the, the coolest little things they did with crypto was uh I think it was maybe like around like the early two thousands, it was he had crypto was always self-aware of what he was. Uh, but in this series, they had Crypto with the brain of a dog, you know, just, you know, jumping up on you and shit, but still have the Superman power. So Crypto is ripping through people, jumping on them, uh, chewing them to bits and not realizing that he's a 
merciless killer and thinking that he's just this goofy fun dog i kind of love that i do do too so crypto was quite the handful during that time um but he popped up in so much shit man he's in uh he's in all like the the movies now uh he was in that one recently apocalypse uh not apocalypse uh it was it was a Batman Superman movie. Crypto popped up in there. Uh, the Apocalypse. No, that's dark. The Apocalypse War is the Justice League Dark. I don't remember. I'm well, stuck. Either way, it's pretty cool because Crypto isn't going anywhere. They're bringing him in for uh, yeah. uh, all these movies now. They're keeping him around in the series. And honestly, I would I would like to see because they did uh, Superman. They made him dark, you know, Man of Steel, whatever. Like, let's and all this this dark superhero shit. I think it would be nice to kind of have a turn and go into the spandex, uh, the the 1960s style, and let's get Crypto in there, man. Just like as as a good boy, a good little he's boy. In, he's in Titans. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's in Titans. And he was uh, just like a a sweet golden retriever in Smallville. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna that too. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's it's crypto is not as cool as Murder Falcon, but I mean, when it comes between the two, I'd rather rub crypto's belly than Murder Falcon's. It's a good boy. Yeah, <laughs> probably is riddled with STDs and smells like bourbon, while crypto is just a sweet little good boy. You feed him a milk bone, his leg yeah. shakes, scratch him. Well, Murder Falcon is basically just Sylvester Stallone as a bird. So, like, I don't. I mean, it's cool, but I don't know if I'd want to rub Sylvester Stallone's belly. I would. Okay. Because he's, (laughs) see, Sylvester Stallone, if you rub his belly, it's kind of cool because he has old man skin that hangs. (laughs) He's also ripped and has about 2% body fat. So I imagine rubbing Sylvester Stallone's belly would have a very unique texture. It would be like if you took silk and put it over rocks. It would, uh, it's like, Putting snakeskin over a ice cube tray. You're saying, <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Okay, snakeskin over an ice cube tray. I like that. Yeah, too. The, 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 I, not the coldness, but the. Which, yeah, after after I did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love Stallone's belly. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Um, so who would win? Murder Falcon and Crypto. Yeah. Well, what music is playing? Uh, let's see. <laughs> what song would play? Uh, how about some Lita Ford? Kiss Me Deadly is playing. I don't think, I don't, I think that's Crypto. I think Crypto takes it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Raining Blood by Slayer is playing. Murder Falcon. But here's I the disagree. thing. I think Crypto would win regardless. <laughs> crypto just has to kill the human and then he wins. Because then Murder Falcon can't get power anymore. Piece of fucking cake. If that kid's just like me with the guitar and like, like, oh, look at this dog. Thinking it's a cute little dog. And then Crypto yeah. <laughs> blows his head off with his eye lasers and and humps his dead body. Because he's, you know, a dog. That's what dogs do. Um, boom. There you go. Crypto won, man. I beat you. That kid is now jelly from the yes. thing. Yeah, that's all I have on Crypto, brother. Perfect. Uh, Matt, to you. All right. <laughs> he he would have covered Lockheed from Marvel because it's an X-Man, and that's his favorite. 
Oh yeah, he does like doing that stuff. <laughs> Matt's gonna go for uh, Matt's going for the obvious. <laughs> I'm terrible. It's just because I'm out here reading weird crap. Yeah. Well, you go. Uh, you go pretty deep, man. I've learned a lot in these past few weeks just from being on the show with you. Uh, where uh, where Matt and I we kind of play it safe. You get you get pretty deep. You know, you talked about a fucking. Uh, a monkey that has the brain power of Batman and solves crime and has awesome superpowers. I mean, fuck me. I've never even heard of that shit. Uh, I like weird stuff when it comes to comic books. Like, I love the mainstream. Don't get me wrong. But I, I've recently really gotten into weird stuff. It's just it's and more fun. That's why the panel discussion is a thing, to make people yeah. aware of this stuff. And you're doing an excellent job, sir. I appreciate that. I I really do. Well, now that uh, Mike is done stroking my ego, I think <laughs> that's everything we have. Well, that's done. Let me bring you down. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so wait till we turn the recording off. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that I have a person. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, from myself... And from Micah, thank you for joining us on another episode of the panel discussion. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. And just don't picture don't, the things Micah describes. Don't stay safe. Fucking stay safe. Go, go shake some hands, spit on some people, have a good fucking time. Hug your neighbor. Hug your boss. Hug your boss's boss. Go, go to your boss's 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 place and fuck his wife. Who has COVID nineteen? You know, just just don't play it safe, man. It's not sexually transmitted. You're fine. Yeah, sure. Why not? Chris, what are you recording? I'm currently recording a Vinyl Divers podcast. Vinyl episode. Divers? What's that? Vinyl Divers is a podcast that I do where I talk everything music related from bands that are on vinyl that I've collected, uh, old vinyl that I found and purchased, to bands that I'm currently listening to on iTunes and Spotify because guess what? I can't afford all the vinyl that I want. But it's a vinyl podcast. Yes, essentially. It's a music podcast that started off as a vinyl podcast. Is there diving involved? There is diving into podcasts and vinyls. Where can I find Vinyl Divers? Find Vinyl Divers on the network app, BICVP-radio.com. Sweet. Keep diving. <laughs>